You're listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer hard questions, and take a deeper, practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Today, we are talking with Pastor Jeff Mose. Welcome to the Sunnybrook Unscripted podcast. Lydia Miller here with my dad, Pastor Jeff, and we are back covering the topic of parenting. We actually filmed one uh, podcast previously last week, so if you missed that and you want to catch up with where we started with parenting, make sure you tune in and check that out. And today we're going to continue on uh, covering something that maybe doesn't feel like it's necessarily a parenting topic, but is absolutely the starting place um, for parenting, the significance of marriage um, and the role that your marriage plays in your parenting and how you parent. So we're going to start from the very beginning um, on where babies come from. Uh. No, I'm joking. All right. The significance of marriage. What exactly um, is the significance of marriage in parenting? So let's start with just where parenting begins, where a family begins, um, because it's not exactly where people think it is. That's a lot easier question for me than where do babies come from. My parents haven't really talked to me yet, though they're in their 90s, so they better do so soon. Uh, but I want to remind people, because this is sort of the start of a family. It's this idea of marriage. Remember way back in Genesis when God says, listen, I, I, I'm going to create a helper suitable for you. And the word helper is probably a bad translation. It literally means one who completes you. So mm-hmm. when we often say to our spouse, they're our better half, that's mm-hmm. really true. Uh, they're, they're this sense in which God brings the two of you together because you can do more for the kingdom of God, for uh, his greater kingdom Uh, as the two of you than what you could do as one. So he brings the two of you together. And one of the things I often want to remind people is this, is that uh, God has created a family in the very idea of marriage. So we often do it this way is, you know, when Beth and I got married, we joined hands. And the idea is when you have a child, it's not as if you put them in the center of that. You are already a family. By very fact that you're married or maybe in God's providence, you haven't been able to have children, you are still a family, just Mm -hmm. husband and wife together. Or if you're a single mom, you and your relationship with the Lord uh, creates in a sense this Mm -hmm. family. Uh, But what I think often happens is we sort of drop hands and now we do everything that revolves around a child. And I just wanna remind people that the first and the primary Mm -hmm. relationship that God established was husband and wife. Mm And then as enlarging the family, in his graciousness, he gives to us children. But what I think often happens is now all of a sudden we think the children are are everything, our lives and our marriage and everything revolves around that. Mm -hmm. When in all honesty, children in terms of relationship Mm -hmm. before the Lord is sort of a subordinate relationship Mm -hmm. to that primary relationship of mom and dad. So that for me is where it starts. Mm -hmm. It starts with husband and wife and then eventually mm-hmm. children come and, and they become a blessing within yeah. that. So then how does that relate to children then? So where does that marriage relationship then relate to kids and how does that differ? Yeah, I think it's critical that kids see this. And again, uh, for those of you who maybe are single moms or single dads, um, certainly there are some things we can talk about and let's mm-hmm. come back to that at the end. But in the sense that God gives you a marital relationship and then after that children, I think that always has to stay number one. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think when a dad comes home or a mom comes home from work 
Instead of sort of patting mom on the head and playing with the kids, I think we ought to pat the kids on the head and then talk to mom and dad. Mm -hmm. That is the first and most important relationship. Mm -hmm. One of the guys that discipled us in parenting used to say, when you get home, you know, kind of acknowledge the kids and those kinds of things, then go sit on the couch with your wife Mm -hmm. and just for 10 minutes talk Mm -hmm. together. And, and what he says that does in the heart of a child, seeing mom and dad love each other and care for each other and knowing that their relationship is good, does all kinds of good things in the kid's mind. Mm-hmm. Because for a kid looking at mom and dad, they, they, they think to themselves, listen, if something happens to the two of them, my whole world falls apart. Mm-hmm. So they love seeing mom and dad together and close and talking and making that a first priority and then recognizing that out of that then comes a relationship Mm -hmm. with our kids. So I think it's critical we understand the order of that. And, you know, I had a guy say to me one time, listen, I'll probably never have a good marriage, but I want to be a great dad. Mm -hmm. Now, I never said this to him, but I Mm -hmm. wanted to say, listen, until you work on a marital relationship, Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to be the great dad that you want to be because... Mm -hmm. You know, a little kid's heart is always looking at that relationship with mom and dad and saying, are you guys okay? Because it brings security, Mm -hmm. affirmation, peace inside Mm -hmm. of their little heart. So Mm -hmm. I think even parenting has got to start with a relationship of husband and wife. I feel like we're seeing in the last few years, especially my generation, a swing towards child-centered parenting where the whole world revolves around the child, their activities, what they have going on, what they want, what they need. Um, What would you say about that? Is that a dangerous swing? It's incredibly dangerous. In fact, if I could say one word to young parents today, it'd be exactly that. And I know you don't want to hear from an old guy, you young parents. But I I would say this. I think in your generation, the greatest concern I have is what I'd call child-centered parenting, where the mom and dad, in a sense, revolve their entire worlds around the child. Mm and they give to the child, and they give to the child, and they give to the child. And, and they, they present sort of a meism within the child as mm. he doesn't know how to love or give love back or those kinds mm. of things because all we're doing is constantly meeting the needs of a child. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we don't meet the needs of a child, recognize that. But it means they become a part of this family where, in a sense, we link arms with the child. So they become a part of this circle and you get more and more kids. It becomes a bigger circle. Mm -hmm. But mom and dad are always holding hands and mom and dad are always concerned about what's going on. But I think my greatest concern today would be this idea that children are put in the center of the circle and everything is done for them. And then when they grow up, we recognize. We go to ourselves, how come they're so self-centered? How come they can't get a job? How come they can't work hard? How come they can't, you know, make a difference in this world? It's because we spent so much time pouring into them and not expecting anything out of them in return uh, that sometimes we haven't, you know, done a good job of raising that morally, biblically responsible child. Yep. So you hit on this a little bit um, earlier, but I want to kind of circle back to it as we consider that marriage relationship Obviously, there's conflict in marriages, sometimes conflict so severe that divorce happens and families split up. What role does marital conflict play in the life of a child? It does. Um, And again, you know, your mom comes from a divorced Mm -hmm. family. And I don't think anybody that's gone through it would ever go, hey, that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, the reality is there's some fallout, there's some hurt, there's some pain in the child's heart Mm -hmm. that happened. Doesn't mean that it's not correctable, doesn't mean that God can't you know, work in there and become sort of the father to the fatherless and the husband to the... He he certainly can do all of that. 
But we recognize by his order and design that was never his first intention. And God is certainly gracious in all of that. But I do think every kid has this little fear and little anxiety that parents aren't going to get along. And I think even when we fight or when we argue, you know, our policy was always, hey, honey, come talk to me about that in the bedroom. Uh, so we'd get away because, mm-hmm. and again, kids are still listening. Mm-hmm. I get all of that. But as much as you can, you try to keep that from them. Mm-hmm. But I think if it does happen, and it does, it's just mm-hmm. human nature. It's just yep. the reality of sin. Some of you listen. It was no fault on your own. Uh, the <laughs> husband ran off. The wife ran off. It's yep. not something you wanted or could possibly mm-hmm. control. And I think at that moment in time, even when it comes to couch time and those things that we talked about before, That's when I think a mom or a dad, if they're single, needs to sort of fill that void of a spouse through the relationship of the Lord. So Mm -hmm. the guy who discipled us would say, listen, if if you can't immediately have couch time, then go immediately Mm -hmm. to the couch and open your Bible, spend Mm -hmm. time with the Lord, because it does bring security Mm -hmm. to a a child's heart Mm -hmm. to see you depending on God, Mm -hmm. you praying, you reading the Mm -hmm. word, uh, if it substitutes for a spouse and uh, sort of the security that brought mm-hmm. to them, uh, that's a great mm-hmm. place for you to be able to go and model for your kid mm-hmm. as well. I remember one thing um, that you and mom did that I think, because you're right, conflict is going to happen. There's no marriage that doesn't have conflict. Amen. Um, and, it, and it is going to happen sometimes in front of your kids. But one thing you guys did, and I'm sure now as an adult that it was probably a second makeup or resolution, but if you would go and talk, if the argument started in front of us, then um, the makeup would happen in front of us as well. Yeah, and I hope we get to talk about that um, later on as we walk through Mm -hmm. parenting. But it's about this idea of repentance, Mm -hmm. forgiveness, restoration. So Mm -hmm. anytime we did anything, what we would consider wrong in front of you, we wanted to let you know it. Mm -hmm. We wanted to seek your forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And then we wanted to be restored in Mm -hmm. terms of family. We say the same thing with regards to kids. So... Mm -hmm. Leo bops, knocks over the head. (laughs) Uh, Our our thing is always, hey, listen, Mm -hmm. Leo needs to go to Knox. Mm -hmm. Say not, I'm sorry, Mm because sorry is, I bumped into you. Will you forgive me? Which Mm -hmm. changes the heart drastically. Mm -hmm. Now I put the other person in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. So we'd always say when conflict happened between kids, go to them, ask for their forgiveness, receive their forgiveness. And then you probably remember as a kid, we try to have you hug and embrace Mm -hmm. to to restore that relationship. I just think if that's modeled from the parents and then Mm -hmm. eventually through the children, Mm -hmm. because we're all going to make mistakes. We're all sinners. Parents are sinners. Kids are sinners. And I think walking through that process Mm -hmm. is a good one. Mm -hmm. Have you seen those We Get Along t-shirts that parents are now using? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Large t-shirts that they put their children. I'm glad you guys never had anything (laughs) like that. Okay, what would you say? We'll just ask one uh, final question for today. But what would you say to... Um, the parent that's maybe really struggling with this. Maybe they have a combative spouse. Maybe they're walking through a nasty divorce. Maybe they're struggling to keep conflict out of the line of vision of their kids. Um, What can they do? What can they do differently? How should they act? Yeah, I think at moments and times, and we all go through this, but I think at moments and times like that, you've got to have somebody take care of the kids. Mm. And then you've got to go and get some help. Mm-hmm. You just do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we are so fearful of counseling and those kinds of things today, but I think there are good Christian biblical counselors out there. I think if you're going through some real marital strife, then don't put your kids through it every day. Mm-hmm. Don't shout and scream at each other. And listen, kids are listening by mm-hmm. 
vents and registers, even if they're up in bed and you're downstairs, the chances are、mm-hmm. they know what's going on.、Yeah. So I would say care enough about your kids and the wholesomeness of your、mm-hmm. family before the Lord that you wouldn't be too prideful to not go and get some help.、Mm-hmm. I, I think get a babysitter,、mm-hmm. get、uh, a grandma, a grandpa, somebody who can come take care of the kids,、mm-hmm. and then marital retreats and weekends、mm-hmm. and all of those kinds of things. I just always think every investment you make in your marriage has dividends for your kids.、Mm-hmm. So, if you're going through conflict, get help.、Mm-hmm. Get it right now. Again, if you're having little spats and those kinds of things, I'd go to the bedroom. I would try to deal with those away from the kids. But if you got serious conflict, then I think you need to get help. And then I do think you go before your kids at、mm-hmm. some point in time and say, "Listen, mom and dad haven't been perfect, and、mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry for that, and we're working on it." And if it comes to the point of divorce, then I think you sit down your kids again and you go, "Listen,、uh, this isn't what we wanted. This is what's happened.、Uh, we're asking for your forgiveness. We're both going to continue to love you. We're both going to continue to be involved in your lives." But once you have children, you take on a tremendous responsibility, and I think at that point in time, you got to grow up. You got to act like an adult. You got to、mm-hmm. stop being childish、mm-hmm. with your spouse, and you've got to,、mm-hmm. you know, rise to the occasion and the calling. And it's a high calling、mm-hmm. that God's placed on your life to parent kids. Yep. yep. If you are someone as you're listening that thinks, "Gosh, we need that."、Um, We have a list of Christian counselors, marriage counselors. We also have marriage mentors here at the church.、So、if you have some things where you just maybe need、um, a third party, another couple who's maybe walked that road ahead of you,、um, I would encourage you. You can reach out just on our website, call the front office, and we can get those names to you and get you signed up for that.、Uh, but thank you for tuning in today. We're going to kick off again next week, continuing in our series on parenting. If you're encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church podcast.